Hey everyone, you're listening to God's Whole Story, a podcast of Worship Center. We know just how hard it is to read God's Word and understand it, so we decided to read the Bible chronologically this year and talk about it together. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey guys, welcome to God's Whole Story. My name is Ryan. I'm here today with my wife, Jenny. Hey guys. Uh, and we are looking through Psalms. Today seems to be the Psalms of Asaph. Um, so we're looking at Psalm 50, Psalm 73, and Psalm 74. Uh, Asaph is another choir leader. He was appointed by David. Uh, there is some question about uh, if this would have come directly from the man named Asaph, or if it would have come from people in his choir known as people of Asaph. So there's your <laughs> kind of interesting Bible trivia for the day. So Jenny, as we're looking over these Psalms, which ones jumped out to you? I feel like the part that really resonated with me was Psalm 73, which in my opinion really focused on envying other people. And that came in many different forms. Um, envying people because of what they had or their status or whatever, despite their wickedness. Um, and I think that has a lot of personal impact on myself as I think about just who I am in today's culture based on the things that I put out on social media. I think there's a lot of envy, unfortunately, that goes into um, just scrolling through any type of social media. Um, and I think that when I read this, it really hit me because at the beginning of the psalm, it says, um, my heart is pure, but as for me, I almost lost my footing. My feet were slipping and I was almost gone. And I can definitely say that I have caught myself in situations where I'm like, I'm just so f like focused on how everybody else is doing in comparison to myself because I always want to do the best, be the best, whatever. Um, and so when I read those words, it was just like, oh man, I can be there sometimes. Like I can be in that point where I am almost losing my footing. I'm like losing my focus, like so focused on what other people think of me um, or what other people have that I lose my focus on, okay, who I am and who am I in the Lord and what does he have for me that he wants me to share with other people? How can I be used for him rather than how can I use these things for myself? That's really good. Yeah, you actually, you stopped reading at uh, verse 23, or no, yeah. Mm -hmm. But he says, yet I still belong to you. You hold my right hand. You guide me with your counsel, leading me to a glorious destiny. Whom have I in heaven but you? I desire you more than anything on earth. My health may fail. My spirit may grow weak. But God remains the strength of my heart. He's mine forever. So he he really comes back to identity. Mm -hmm. So he's he's like, hey, I've been looking at all these proud people, these evil people that are doing better and better and better. They have wealth, they have power, they have influence. Mm -hmm. um, and I almost lost my footing. And then I realized who you are, God, and who I am because of who you are, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, which is incredible. It, it, it's very powerful, I think, for all of us to remember who God is and who we are because of our relationship with him. Mm -hmm. um, and that that makes up all the difference. Who cares that your neighbor got a nicer car? Like, who cares that that picture of your friend's baby got more likes? Mm -hmm. Like, all those are pretty cheesy things to actually talk about, but they are things that bother us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and at the end of the day, what matters is our, our status at, uh, as children of the king. Like mm -hmm. we are part of God's family and nothing can take that away from us. Um, so that's a powerful, powerful thing. 
So it stuck out to you, babe. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I really liked Psalm 50. um, And I liked it because of kind of what's going on in the middle of the psalm. Basically, what's going on in the middle of the psalm is God seems to be challenging uh, their sacrifices. If you look at verse 14, it says, Make thankfulness your sacrifice to God and keep the vows you made to the Most High. Then call on me when you're in trouble and I will receive you and you will give me glory. Rescue you. Uh, or rescue you, apparently. <laughs> um, it echoes, I think, or it anticipates, I think, Isaiah 1, uh, 11 to 17, where God basically says, like, hey, I'm kind of sick of your sacrifices, guys. Um, and these are passages we should pay attention to because a lot of times there's a misconception that is people in the Old Testament could not get saved unless they sacrificed the right amount of animals. Um, but there's a lot of times where God's like, look, I'm kind of sick of this, guys. Like, I'm really tired of your sacrifices. You're going through all the motions and making sure you sacrifice all the right things, but your hearts are terrible mm-hmm. and your your motivations are dark and twisted. And so what we see from God is an appreciation for like the inner peace of who you are, like who you really are, and not the religious actions that you take. Um, so th- so it, it teaches us a little bit of theology, like people were not saved because of their sacrifices, because if they were, why would God ever tell them to stop and that they're worthless? Uh, but two, um, and this is the one that's kind of broad-based for us, is like, let's not value the religious over the spiritual. Like, let's not make the the things that we do, the actions that we take, the cultures that we we practice, let's not put those above actually wholeheartedly serving God and what he wants. And you see that that tension in Jesus' ministry, uh, where he's just like butting heads with the Sadducees and Pharisees constantly, who are um, religious experts. They're doing all the actions correctly, uh, but their hearts are a mess. He calls them a lot of times whitewashed tombs. Like you look great on the outside, but but you're a mess on the inside. And so I like that because we see that concept, I think, throughout scripture. And it should actually encourage us today just to ensure that the the center of who we are is centered around Christ and that our heart is right, that we have good relationships with the people around us um, and that we're not just looking good to look good. I feel like Jesus kind of, even before he died, he alluded to those things like, hey, get ready because you think you're not supposed to do this, but hey, I'm going to take it a step further. Don't even do this. Yep. So it kind of gives them a little bit of this is what's coming. And mm-hmm. then after Jesus does die, and resurrects, we can have that relationship with him. Yep. And that is what matters. Right. It doesn't mean we throw it all out. You well, know, like something do after you like, you know, you accept Jesus and you're like living a life for him. It is not uncommon if you know that someone has just made that decision and you see them doing other things to be like, Hey, I thought that this is what you stood for. This is what like you profess to be. So like keeping each other in check is kind of like God's doing that for these Israelites who are like, they're taking the steps, but also their hearts are not reflecting what they've done. Right. I also like how he's kind of snarky about it. He's like, I don't need the bulls in your barns. I own the cattle (laughs) of a thousand hills. Chill. Mm -hmm. So it's always good when God is snarky. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, guys, uh, we are enjoying this this slog through the Psalms, as I have said it in the I past. I like it a lot. I think you just don't enjoy them as much. <laughs> um, so we do encourage you to take a Psalm today. Maybe it's maybe it's Psalm 50, maybe it's Psalm 73, whatever it is. Take a Psalm, meditate on that Psalm today, see what it is that God has for you today, and apply it to your life, like actually make it part of who you are. So uh, we'll see you again tomorrow. See you later. Psalm 50, a Psalm of Asaph. The Lord, the mighty one, is God, and he has spoken. He has summoned all humanity from where the sun rises to where it sets. From Mount Zion, the perfection of beauty, God shines in glorious radiance. Our God approaches, and he is not silent. Fire devours everything in his way, and a great storm rages around him. He calls on the heavens above and the earth below to witness the judgment of his people. Bring my faithful people to me those who made a covenant with me by giving sacrifices. Then let the heavens proclaim his justice, for God himself will be the judge. O my people, listen as I speak. Here are my charges against you, O Israel. I am God, your God. I have no complaint about your sacrifices or the burnt offerings you constantly offer. But I do not need the bulls from your barns or the goats from your pens, for all the animals of all the forest are mine, and I own the cattle on a thousand hills. I know every bird on the mountains, and all the animals in the field are mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell you, for all the world is mine and everything in it. Do I eat the meat of bulls? Do I drink the blood of goats? Make thankfulness your sacrifice to God, and keep the vows you made to the Most High. Then call on me when you are in trouble, and I will rescue you, and you will give me glory. But God says to the wicked, Why bother reciting my decrees and pretending to obey my covenant? For you refuse my discipline and treat my words like trash. When you see thieves, you approve of them, and you spend your time with adulterers. Your mouth is filled with wickedness, and your tongue is full of lies. You sit around and slander your brother, your own mother's son. While you did all this, I remained silent, and you thought I didn't care. But now I will rebuke you, listing all my charges against you. Repent, all of you who forget me, or I will tear you apart, and no one will help you. But giving thanks is a sacrifice that truly honors me. If you keep my path, I will reveal to you the salvation of God. Psalm 73, a psalm of Asaph. Truly God is good to Israel, to those whose hearts are pure. But as for me, I almost lost my footing. My feet were slipping and I was almost gone. I envied the proud when I saw them prosper despite their wickedness. They seemed to live such painless lives. Their bodies are so healthy and strong. They don't have troubles like other people. They're not plagued with problems like everyone else. They wear pride like a jeweled necklace and clothe themselves with cruelty. These fat cats have everything their hearts could ever wish for. They scoff and speak only evil. In their pride, they seek to crush others. They boast against the very heavens and their words strut throughout the earth. And so the people are dismayed and confused, drinking in all their words. What does God know, they ask? Does the Most High even know what's happening? Look at these wicked people, enjoying a life of ease while their riches multiply. Did I keep my heart pure for nothing? Did I keep myself innocent for no reason? I get nothing but trouble all day long. Every morning brings me pain. If I had really spoken this way to others, I would have been a traitor to your people. So I tried to understand why the wicked prosper. But what a difficult task it is. Then I went into your sanctuary, O God, and I finally understood the destiny of the wicked. 
Truly you put them on a slippery path and send them sliding over a cliff to destruction. In an instant they are destroyed, completely swept away by their terrors. When you arise, O Lord, you will laugh at their silly ideas, as a person laughs at dreams in the morning. Then I realized that my heart was bitter, and I was all torn up inside. I was so foolish and ignorant, I must have seemed like a senseless animal to you. Yet I still belong to you. You hold my right hand. You guide me with your counsel, leading me to a glorious destiny. Whom have I in heaven but you? I desire you more than anything on earth. My health may fail, and my spirit may grow weak, but God remains the strength of my heart. He is mine forever. Those who desert him will perish, for you destroy those who abandon you. But as for me, how good it is to be near God. I have made the sovereign Lord my shelter, and I will tell everyone about the wonderful things that you do. Psalm 74 O God, why have you rejected us so long? Why is your anger so intense against the sheep of your own pasture? Remember that we are people you chose long ago, the tribe you redeemed us as your own special possession. And remember Jerusalem, your home here on earth? Walk through the awful ruins of the city. See how the enemy has destroyed your sanctuary. There your enemies shouted their victorious battle cries. There they set up their battle standards. They swung their axes like woodcutters in a forest. With axes and picks, they smashed and carved the paneling. They burned your sanctuary to the ground. They defiled the place that bears your name. Then they thought, let's destroy everything. So they burned down all the places where God was worshipped. We no longer see your miraculous signs. All the prophets are gone, and no one can tell us when it will end. How long, O God, will you allow your enemies to insult you? Will you let them dishonor your name forever? Why do you hold back your strong right hand? Unleash your powerful fist and destroy them. You, O God, are my king from ages past, bringing salvation to the earth. You split the sea by your strength and smash the heads of the sea monsters. You crush the heads of the Leviathan and let the desert animals eat him. You caused the springs and streams to gush forth, and you dried up rivers that never run dry. Both day and night belong to you. You made the starlight and the sun. You set the boundaries of the earth. You made both summer and winter. See how these enemies insult you, Lord. A foolish nation has dishonored your name. Don't let these wild beasts destroy your turtle doves. Don't forget your suffering people forever. Remember your covenant promises, for the land is full of darkness and violence. Don't let the downtrodden be humiliated again. Instead, let the poor and needy praise your name. Arise, O God, and defend your cause. Remember how these fools insult you all day long. Don't overlook what your enemies have said or their growing uproar. Hey guys, this is Ryan, and I hope you are getting a lot out of God's whole story. Uh, it means a lot to us, even as we are reading through God's Word every single day in the order that it happened. Um, if you want to go ahead and follow us, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at God's Whole Story Podcast. Uh, we would love it if you would share this thing with your friends or people that you know, or just share what's sticking out to you. Uh, you can either send us a DM, or you could actually email us at podcasts at worshipcenter.org. You can email us if you have any questions, if something stuck out to you, if you'd like us to pray for you. And if you want a Bible, if you don't have one right now, or if you want a copy of the one that we're using to go through God's whole story, we'd be happy to send that to you. So go ahead and reach out to us in any way that you'd like. We'd love to hear from you. Have a great day.